man, now that I'm, I don't want to spoil too much, but God of War Ragnarok actually has like four really fleshed out and interesting women. That's wonderful. Uh, I'm very excited for that. Yeah. God of War is feminist now, guys. You heard it here first. <laughs> I just <laughs> watched a quick time event from the first game where it's like, abandon your child. <laughs> <laughs> and it's his daughter. That's from the PSP one. What, what the first one but... Oh, it's for. OK, cool. That's better. In the first one, you mash the circle button to fuck two women. <laughs> for orbs. For precious red like, orbs. Like back and forth? Or does he have two dongs, canonically? The camera pans tastefully away to watch a statue rhythmically yeah. rumbling. It's yeah. extremely tasteful. Everybody and welcome to Paragon Marathon Movie Club. I'm Mr. Daniels, the American cowboy who shoots the most innocent people. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Sarah, and I'm currently covered in locusts, wondering what have we done? <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> what I have love them so much. <laughs> and I'm Tom, and I'm still juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Real bummer. I, I was no. wondering if that was going to be the one. I could feel it the second I saw how juicy that mummy was. And he was going to yeah. come up. He was. Yeah. He's basted. I also <laughs> owe Sarah $5 because I was sure in a movie with this many open jaw screams that it would have been a throat goat bit. <laughs> so many unhinged jaws in 1999's The Movie. The Movie. <laughs> Yay, Brendan Fraser. He's doing a pulp action hero thing. It's like Dracula, but with white people in Egypt. Oh. I love it. It is like Dracula. Right, because he's like a romance-inclined supervillain of (laughs) a monster. He's after his lady love at any cost. Yeah, you know, that's true. He's he's pretty likable. He remains pretty likable throughout. And he's the only one who knows all the magic rules, apparently. Mm. All the all the rules for magic. Everyone's working from nothing here. <laughs> Didn't know enough to uh, dodge roll away from Anubis on that chair. No. Track, but <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I agree. He was really on top. <laughs> yeah, it's hubris is definitely his flaw, right? Like because he spends most of the movie unkillably walking through like barrages of bullets and swords yeah. or whatever. That's true. You're never expecting man. the spectral chariot. No. Yeah, and even after the spectral chariot. He's getting advanced on with the sword, and he seems to make a decision like, yeah, I can take this. <laughs> I hug my father. <laughs> he just walks into it. Oh, oh wow. Well. We're talking about Imhotep, if that's not clear. Do yeah, we save Imhotep? <laughs> <laughs> the Poor titular Tim. mummy. <laughs> yeah. Who's actually mummy. not mummified, right? Like, he's wrapped up in bandages. <laughs> That's yeah, a they good seem point. to do a lot of stuff immediately before feeding him to beetles. So, Dude. I mean, like. The real mummy was the friendships made along the way. <laughs> yeah. Also, there are like Benny. 400 real mummies. 
Yeah, all the lesser mummies he commands. These, like, gold staff, they they really let him down. They're <laughs> just, like, a bunch of overpaid lookouts that are far too late to tell you that you're, the guy you're cuckolding is right outside. True. Oh, man. Uh, did you guys know that this was a remake? I didn't know that. Yeah, a 1932 version, I believe. It makes sense, because at the time, like, in the, the late 90s, were the 30s very popular? Was that like kind of like a resurgence or was it more like that was the start of the trend of like, let's look at old movies and redo them for an easy oh, thing for your buck? Yeah. Because like we're doing that with movies 10 years old, 20 years old now. The but movie industry is like a, a nightmare, hyperactive machine compared to what it used to be. But yeah. Like, I think that there were always like pretty significant uh What's the word like remakes, reproductions of stuff from like 20 years before or 30 years before? Yeah. Yeah, because there's always the trend of either like remaking movies from like black culture, like uh, and then and then turning that. What's that one? Like uh, the the love don't cost a thing to. Yeah. yeah, She's uh, all that, I think, is the white remake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Buy me love. Oh, yeah. Buy me love. And uh, so like it makes more like to bring it back from the thirties. But I feel like that there was even in the late nineties and maybe this is naive of me looking back from like now 20 years later, like this is very clearly not a friendly light to shine on Egyptian people and Arabic people. <laughs> no. What could you possibly mean by that? What I like my favorite thing about this is that all of the mummy's powers are old Testament based. I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> Bible stuff. Yeah. Why is it Bible stuff? The Mummy Returns should have been like Moses's mummy specifically, who <laughs> had all yes. these powers to begin with. We'll go through like more beat by beat, but there was a line that the Mummy says that like I don't know if it's always had subtitles on. I hope it has. Oh yeah, I remembered this line. I know the, exactly what you're talking. Language oh, you're of the slaves. The lang- whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, because and it's not even that's the thing. It's like whoa, I can't believe they would say that. But then you think about who would be upset by it, and the people who would be upset yeah. by it aren't. Jewish people aren't Christians because they're all like, yep, that's exactly right. It's <laughs> people who actually know history that are yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. and why is this being presented from like an Israel centered perspective? It's uh, Egypt. like Right. Like yeah. Ra is there. Uh, there are mummy magics that work, but this is like a competing pantheon situation, like an American gods, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Or a Marvel, <laughs> I suppose. Oh, God. Yeah, like his powers are to unhinge his jaw and let, like, locusts come out. Sandomancy. Yeah, well, the the Sandomancy is sweet, but when he's just doing the ten plagues, like, does that mean that he's the guy who did the plague? What do you think the plagues are? I know, right? Like, it wasn't one of the archangels coming down? Is it supposed (laughs) to be, like, plagues would just happen sometimes? (laughs) And that, like, on the last time, the Jews were like, okay, we got to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, this is cool. We're on our way out. Yeah. Yeah. We got to start keeping track of this. Right, like, like the darkness falls and he quotes, like, and he shall reach out his hand and the land will be darkened. It's like, that's Moses' hand he's talking yeah. about. Or yeah. God's hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, it's like, definitely not Ra, though. Like, or a mummy. Also, there's this, like, uh, misunderstanding of Egypt as a whole, and I think a lot of people get frustrated by it. Like, Cleopatra was one of the last pharaohs or queens, right? The difference between her and the pyramids yep. is like 4,000 years. So yeah, it's like, not 4,000, but yeah, it's, it's not? a lot. 
Is it like three? No, two? but she it's is. It's like twenty five hundred years. I say That's this to. I always so do this much. for my students. Uh, Cleopatra lived closer to the moon landing than she did the construction of the pyramids. That's yeah, so that so fucking crazy. That's so fucking crazy. But like that, that span of like a great society this way. Like, how are we supposed to? Like, what time is Imhotep? Like, That's is he the at thing. the end of they it? They say is he's it... in like no. They say he's in like the thirteen hundreds BCE. Right okay. before Egypt Actually, got smoked by the sea peoples and there was a giant like global collapse of the Mediterranean. Okay, and fair enough. this is probably all problematic stuff, but it is really like an exoticizing look at Egyptian stuff. Like it's a real hodgepodge and part of it yeah. is like an homage back to the movie that was in the 30s where they were even less concerned with this kind of stuff. Yeah, but like there Egyptology's. was an Imhotep as a real historical figure. Uh, oh, wow. He was an Yippee. architect that was really well renowned oh. and was like 1300 years uh, after the pharaoh that he kills in this movie. Okay. And Anak Moon is a real person, but was the <gasps> half-sister slash wife to Tutankhamun. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh. Right, so it's like we're just using this for flavor. Okay, fair enough. And yeah, well, it doesn't right. take any of it seriously. No. And, uh, it, it's worth doing our little intro about it because I love, I actually love ancient history so much. And it's sort of just like funny what people don't know and don't care to know. Especially in 1999, but like, yeah. There's some crazy like, stuff happening right now in Egypt. Like, that wasn't there like a new, like, <laughs> queen discovered within like the last 30 days or something? And it had like 300 people buried at this one site, and they're wondering if it's Ooh. Cleopatra because like we still haven't found her. Like, we haven't found her, right? Like, cool. we don't know. And, I don't like, know anything about that. No, I just, it's just TikTok things that I'm hearing. So like, don't don't take me <laughs> at 100. High but scholarship, like, yes. But the studies are still coming out, and people are still like, oh, totally, t- turning up more and more information that we don't because there's still so much we don't know, and uh, it's just really funny to have a little fun jaunt through like uh, yeah, I it's, it's it's a couple of like places that people like have an after like. The whole setting is bizarre and it's, hilarious. I think we need to to get in front we of this to, now because to do. tonally start a podcast about liking the mummy with like it's actually pretty historically inaccurate. It's it. like you think we're missing the point like, of I the mummy. Feel, I can is feel wet. everyone unsubscribing. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm here for hunky ass Brandon Fraser exactly. shooting mummies and then sword fighting mummies. Am I going to say I didn't love it? No course i loved it i loved every <laughs> fucking second of it but like did i get the icks at some certain points maybe maybe a little a little yeah <laughs> but like i i i acknowledge the icks yeah and like i i noticed all the stuff that you're talking about uh it's just like the tone brought me back to a time where i was totally unconcerned with any of that bullshit oh, partly because yeah. i was 12 but partly, I think, even if I was an adult, because it was the late 90s, we were on top of the world, baby. <laughs> I never need cultural context for anything. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like watching uh, The Temple of Doom, right? Like, it's probably the worst Indiana Jones movie, but, like, all of the quote-unquote cultural references are just sort of there <laughs> for flavor to make it like a, a spooky pulp magazine Doc Savage kind of vibe, yeah. right? yeah. If we wanted to watch a, a serious movie about antiquity, uh, we would have watched Prince of Egypt. We That's about right. That. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Tom Cruise is the mummy. Deliver us. <laughs> oh, I forgot that was a thing. I know. I, after this, though, I'm going to like watch the Scorpion King and the, whichever the third yeah. one was that I never saw with Jet Li. I oh. am like, deep into mummy fiction now. They bring karate in? 
Yeah, they go after Kung some Fu? Chinese mummies. Too. He is the oh, Jade sweet. Emperor, I believe. Oh, very important because, like, then that means that Brendan Fraser is just like a globe-trotting mummy fighter, and that's the yeah. best yeah. character in the world. And I love his him. niche is mummies. Here's the thing: this director only did the Mummy and Van Helsing as artifacts with any value <gasps> yeah. to our society. And like, <laughs> bro, why didn't you just make? Rick O'Connell, the main character in Van Helsing. I know it's called Van Helsing, but just like <laughs> make a vampire movie with Brendan Fraser in it. Yeah, and, like, yeah uh, I need that yesterday. Holy balls. You can just call it The Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and then he fights like the werewolf. I, yeah, have him fight all the Hollywood monsters, please. So like a couple standouts, Brendan Fraser, obviously, as like the heartthrob cutie action man who also appreciates hot smart girls which we love to see we Hell love yeah. it as a smart girl that's a he's gotta kiss him gotta, gotta kiss him <laughs> yeah you're about to die i'll sneak a kiss through some prison bars <laughs> looked mad just, about it dude he looked yeah. filthy too and i'm glad he did because brandon fraser actually passed out filming the hanging scene he could have died there i was wondering about that like <laughs> They, I know they didn't like actually drop him. No, because like, that breaks necks and pops heads off. Yeah, dangling. Like, how do you, how do you do that? Like most people <laughs> yeah. use like a harness, so the weight is held on the back yeah, or whatever. Yeah, tie it to the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, respect. I also noticed that it's one of the few movies to actually do a hanging the way that it's like supposed to look, where you like do the big drop and the snap at the bottom, and that's like the whole thing. Yeah, because uh, it's expensive, and oh. but it looks good. Looks so good. It looks good. That yeah. was convincing. It scared me. It gave me the spooks. Are Made we at a point where we sore. can jump into little bits of the scenes around that? Because that scene has like dudes in hamster wheels that I've never understood. There were hamster wheels? They're in the background of the prison shot. Like, well, Rachel Weiss is negotiating with the warden character. And, like, we need this guy to take us to the mummy city. Uh, there's just like full grown men in giant wooden hamster wheels. And I don't know if they are prisoners or oh. if they are somehow powering the prison. Yeah. I no, think they must be. For sure. Yeah, they must be. We have little Henry Zabrowski, but Egyptian version. I forget <laughs> what his name is. Yeah, uh, he's a comedian. Omid Dajali. Dajali. Ah, fuck me. I've never tried <laughs> to say it out loud before. <laughs> I think I forgot Jolly. how much I like that character. Like, but I, is he the best reflection? I, right. Mm. His characteristics are smelly You're and too much on his back, Sarah. I yeah. know. The He's point is, he is there as a counterpoint to Oded Fair, who played Ardith Bay, who is everyone's Bay. Okay. He is the hidden gem of this. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah, oh my God. Magi. Yeah. 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 Listen, let's go back to the beginning of the movie. You're right. Okay. It's too much movie to cover. You're right. Uh, so we got the French Foreign Legion, which Rick O'Connell is part of because he was an Egyptian orphan. Don't think about it. Oh. Yeah. But why is he American? What? Good question. <laughs> Very good question. Where Wait, what are you talking about? This is the extended mummy lore. Uh, okay. And in the so, novelization as well. Don't worry. So I don't know what we're talking about. Is Rick this in the movie? Yeah. yeah. So the very opening shot where he's like at Hamanoptra, basically, oh, with like yeah, the okay. army sure, sure, coming. Sure. And then like, so it's the French Foreign Legion, but he's American, but he's also an Egyptian orphan like an american left in an egyptian orphanage is how they play it i oh, don't okay. know how that keeps him american and his accent and his yeah. rugged shooting handsomeness but i there totally it is. missed all of that it's yeah, a bigger plot point in the sequel when he is a secret oh. reborn warrior of the magi so he is egyptian 
God, that's so lame. Uh, I, you know what? He's not. I'm no. officially judging this matter closed. He's not. But Rachel Weiss is also half Egyptian. Yeah, I know, I, right? That was like, interesting. Yeah. Like, Does she look half Egyptian to you? My daddy mm-hmm. loved Egypt so much he married it. You're right. <laughs> and he, as she talks about him being a very famous explorer, the Carnavon was the real guy who explored Tutankhamun's tomb, uh, tomb and was cursed. So, like, that's what they're nodding to with her and her brother. Oh, okay. I see. So, like, the curse lives on. Exactly. Okay. That's fun. Uh, She's she's got the other weasel, the the other beloved weasel, as a brother. I don't even know what his deal is. Is he, like, just a treasure hunter, or is he, like, an... Well, he's a big Egypt fan. He goes on digs and all of the Tumblr discourse talks about him being like definitely uh, like shell shocked or uh, like uh, from the war. Right. Like that's why he's got all the lines of like, oh, I just like the dead. Sometimes I wish I could join them. And why he's like drinking all the time. Yeah. Still very competent at shooting, but like disillusioned with the idea of heroism. So I I buy this entirely. It makes him such a rich, cool character. I thought he was a spoiled rich dude. I thought so too. I didn't catch any just of that. Like a is that just people adding stuff? That that's is a lot more there. inferred than like explicitly stated. It's the just like talking about his sense, age, I talking guess. about his attitude, and yeah. like ability to watch people die and not be broken because he's already drunk and uh, traumatized. Broken. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, this is what I was worried about. People like this movie so much, and that's deserved. But they love it so much that now they're giving it too much credit, or they're trying to justify it. In certain ways. I am here to ruin that fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to yuck all yums. <laughs> no! Goodbye, yums. No, like, I, I love this movie. It's just like already we're doing, we're talking about so much lore that is like not a part of my experience. And it's just because like I want to be in this world more and like enjoy yeah. more mummy around it. You would make a very good Brendan Fraser. Thank For me, you. it was that's like, it goals. was so clearly pulp that that's how I could enjoy it. And so like all of these things that would be red flags if i was like a sterile a critical read. academic loser yeah uh big if i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah they just like uh didn't affect it at all but like i guess my enjoyment of it is contingent on just like letting it be this like weird silly artifact yeah uh, that yeah. i should not take seriously <laughs> no and like with all fandom stuff i think it's there to like if it adds to it or makes you enjoy or think or think about something another way great but like don't mm-hmm. give it any more weight than you need to or feel like you need to participate in it it's all speculation it's fun it's a strange movie when you look at it holistically like it's two hours yeah. and the mummy doesn't come in until like I think it's like minute 50. Like it's pretty far into the movie. That well, the I mean, it's actually, the intro. Exactly. We get the voiced over with Ardeth Bay and explaining in English how hot this pharaoh lady was in a painted bikini. I'd lost all context immediately. Uh, <laughs> Patricia Velasquez is incredible. And mind blowingly, she is Marta from Arrested Development. Oh, Right? Oh, oh. Totally. Oh my god. I know. Yeah. It's freaking me out. But yeah, not right. soon a moon. Freaking badass. Oh man, did they hire any Egyptians for this movie? Oh my god. Okay. Sarah. I know. Stop. Two. I'm one sorry. good, one bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whatever. Whatever. It's not like the mummy is South African or anything. <laughs> Arnold Vosloo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, That's not so, the level we're going to enjoy this song. Let's I talk know. about the bang Fine. bang and the sand flying. 
I'm not allowed to have fun anymore. It's 2022. I have to be <laughs> fun is over. Upset yeah. all the time. Fun <laughs> is over. Uh, I uh, it was fun for me right from the beginning, like the shootout with Brandon Fraser and the I guess yeah. French Foreign Legion. Uh, like this is Uncharted, obviously the video mm-hmm. game franchise. And in my head, I'm always like Uncharted is Indiana Jones. It's not at all. It's this specifically. Oh, he's just yeah. dual wielding and like dodge rolling nonstop. He's yeah. rolling away from everything. <laughs> he's throwing <laughs> sticks of TNT. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ, he invented video games. I know. And he's like outrunning horses, which I oh, was yeah. very surprised by. He's filthy. He's jumping. He's got great oh. rolls. He's got roll for down pat that it keeps coming up in the movie, like even in the final fight, which we'll yeah. get to. It's like roll to evade <laughs> nonstop. Look, that is the yeah. most important skill a hero has. And I have I definitely have hurt myself trying to practice rolling do in the I backyard. Do I have to learn how to do this? Yeah. Yes. I, it would be responsible of us to learn how to shoulder dodge roll. Right? Uh, <laughs> But like, not only is it cool, a cool just like gunfight, and the gunfights in this movie are like we'll talk about the action scenes later. I'm sure they're all like really well shot. They're like not cutting away weirdly. It's just like really easy to track, entertaining action. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, and you said we don't get the mummy till minute fifty, but we get like scary sand face like right that's here. True. So that's yeah. like you know that's the mummy's power. We're always like we're feeling next the mummy. Okay, yeah, we're feeling the mummy. <laughs> the mummy has been felt. Mm. Uh, good point and like the not seeing it is scarier than seeing it so like mm. we should mm. respect that respect the mummy right uh, respect the mummy because it is just a shambling dirty thing so like you really do have to treat its reveal carefully <laughs> otherwise you have like shot the payload early and now you're just looking at a cg grumbly man and I just just because we said it, i think the cg is really good i think there are a few examples of i bad was surprised CG. Oh, sure. I think it's pretty good. I loved it's it. Two yeah. years old and Lord of the Rings looks better. And Ooh. the scarabs, like some of the 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 things they bring back over and over again, like they clearly put a lot of money in it. Cal has this yeah. new bit that I find really, really funny. And whenever we're watching a movie, he'll, he'll be like, that scene costs $4 million. And it's like, <laughs> it, but it yes. makes you think. And, yeah, <laughs> and for sure. It's like, some, he's probably right. Right? There's <laughs> like a moment when in the, you know, they're chasing the mummy later after the plane thing. And there's uh, Benji or Benny Gabor played by Kevin J. O'Connor. It's like, wow, I beautiful sandwall. I loved it. Like, it's like, that's a trailer shot. This is a yeah. silly talking about how great your special effects are in an obvious green screen. I love I don't it. Think I've ever seen a weasel played better than this guy. Like he really Except maybe, nailed it. Yeah. When he played Igor in Van Helsing, exactly ah! the same way. <laughs> the same oh, director. <laughs> he's uh I think he's also the Daniel Plainview's fake brother in There Will Be Blood. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. I didn't look that up, but guy. I did know that he had a nine episode arc on Mob Doctor. Nice. Yeah. Big As hit. a weasel? As a squealer? <laughs> As a mob weasel for a mob doctor. Ah. No one ever watched that show. It's going to be impossible to tell. Benji was like surprisingly funny. Like some of his lines really got me. The, Who's Benji? It's Benny. 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 Yeah. Sorry. I just want to call him Benji. You're thinking of the guy from Good Charlotte. That's right. <laughs> I'm always thinking of him. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Benny, again, like through the millennial, like post sellout era, like he did nothing wrong. <laughs> No, no notes. Uh, like, yeah. Like, 
he's like talks about how much his job sucks. He always like yep. looks away in pain when the mummy does something. He gets a little into it with uh, finishing off the blind man. Yeah, he's like extra enjoying creeping on him. Like, <laughs> hey, Mote, thanks you for your eyes and your tongue. Have you yeah. finished the job yet? <laughs> and then he's I think he's his boss is right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is him on the clock. And we don't really have a gauge of how much English Imhotep knows at this point. Like we seems like zero. I think it it's seems zero. Like yeah, none, but uh, you never know. Like no, then he uh, calls him a bastard in English, and they don't address it. So I have to assume he's just like. Bleh. And they yeah. they like keep showing shots of like Benny at different points, like scampering. At one point, Brendan Fraser throws a chair at him. And <laughs> I screamed. love that shot. Oh my yeah. god, that is the best chair throw I've ever seen in cinema. Like, uh, according to video game law, like, it, this is a good uh, foil character. Or uh, does he even count as a foil? But, like, just uh, a yeah, like kind uh, of? little weasel that comes in and out. Like, he is the perfect, the perfect little Right? If this were boy. Indiana Jones, he'd be, um, oh, is it Alfred Molina? Like, the throw me the whip guy? <laughs> First yeah, throw exactly. me the idol. Like, <laughs> right? He's there for the adventure. He's in the shit, but he is looking out for number one. Yeah. And he's undone uh, by his hubris. Like, I love that yeah. he didn't get like a, you know, a sniveling bad person death. It's like, nope, he's flawed and flawed to death. I love it. And death, like, bro. also, uh, he had so much treasure. He could have just, when do you count your losses, Benny? Like, oh, how do you walk away does. from a whole room full of gold when That's you don't like point. have a on-screen timer or music to tell you that it's about yep. to sink? Good point. He didn't have the timer on. It's <laughs> right? not fair. Uh, <laughs> oh man! So where are we at this point? Because oh, I got distracted. All over it. Benny. I love it. Yeah. yeah uh, we, we should talk about we Rachel. Meet, let's go to yeah. Let's go to Evie. Yeah. Yeah. She's adorable. Uh, the the line I I am a librarian. Like I'm proud of who I am. When oh. she's super toasted, gets all the nerd girls fired yeah. up. Get get some feeling cute. Yeah. And nerd boys too. I fell in love with her instantly. I want that on the record. Never stop. I was definitely thinking about how iconic this character was for a lot of young women in the well, it's, 90s. Yeah, like, it's like an action hero Jane Austen character is how yeah. I think of her, right? But but since she was a librarian, and they did a good job of making her pretty active, like they still fall into the literally save me, like on a fucking yeah. sacrificial yeah. table, which like which is fine. I'm not here to criticize the mummy at all, apparently. Well, <laughs> no, surprisingly. So, <laughs> I have sacred tattoos on my forehead telling me it is my duty to stop you from this. <laughs> but I'm saying she's like, I, I think she's like a, a character. I don't think very many people would watch this movie and be very upset. No. Her compared to most other Right, because would we like another female character? Maybe. Maybe one more. Well, hey, we got an ox and a moon, and she has a girl boss moment. She says, <laughs> My body is no longer his temple. Suicide. Yeah. yeah. Suicide. <laughs> yeah, right. Cool. Uh, right. It's hard to be I, more objectified than someone who is like, if you touch her, you have to die. <laughs> like, <ooh. laughs> this is like a 1930s adaption. Like, I'm not going to expect perfection. Ooh, what I will say, though, yeah. 1930s what? <sighs> Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get this off my, my dick about this. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was too juicy. It had the the. It was a callback and a chance to correct somebody. <laughs> I am doesn't get better than that. <laughs> My adaption is no longer your temple anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, adaptation. Nice. 
1930s and like i'm guessing there weren't any other female characters other than anox and moon and evie but i will say that the romance between the two uh brandon fraser and evie i think was pretty like it had some really nice levels to it in the mm-hmm. sense of like it's not just like she's gorgeous obviously that's a huge part of it because rachel wise she's freaking gorgeous yep. but like he yeah. seems to really appreciate listening to her talk about egypt and like when she's going into the mummification process and stuff like he's really genuinely interested in what and they like become about. buddies they do <laughs> right like, yeah. and jonathan in the mix like when they're in the tombs digging it up together they like there's good banter yeah. they keep talking about how spooky it is that the wind picks up whenever they talk about curses and they're listening this. they're listening to her like she is yeah. the leader of this uh John, there, there's like a bunch of really funny commentary from the competing team of like, oh, they're using the woman is a leader. Yeah. Like misogyny. Right, guys. And, <laughs> and it's like it's 1923. I'm surprised there's not more of it. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I'm glad there isn't because she rules. But th- so, everyone there is like genuinely listening to her and, and doing what she says. It's not just like, hey, yeah. guys, can you could you fucking do this, please? It's like, all right. She had this idea about mirrors. Let's try it. She had this. She knows ancient Egyptian. Let's listen to her, maybe. And she's fastest camel racer. And she's fastest camel racer, so. So I wanted to say, uh, like, the the relationship between Rick and Evie feels like the usual sort of scoundrel and princess relationship. But they're like, what if what if we just didn't have any scenes where he was, like, mocking her? Yeah. Where she was, like, (laughs) offended by that. What if he actually likes her, maybe? Yeah, yeah, like, they still get that, like, gruff relationship where they both have, like, different methods and different experiences, and, like, sometimes they're sort of eye-rolly at each other. Mm. But, like, they never have to, like, actually be like, you you know, you suck or you're wrong or, like, that's dumb. And she's like, Uh, you're right. I I do suck. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for telling me. Do you want to make out? Yeah. This isn't a Chris Pratt film. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she also saves his life in like the first action sequence they share yeah. together. I loved that. It's very Remind cute. me what that is. Uh, like when happened? he's reloading and the bullets are coming in like sequentially closer and closer to him. And she pulls oh, yeah, him yeah. Aside. That was cute. Yeah. One of a million super cute, super clear action shots. Yeah. yeah. She also stabs two people in the eyeball. I, yeah. When everyone else is just like throwing hands, she got like a really gooey, <laughs> savage attack in. Okay. Let's talk about really quickly that one guy who gets so fucked over on the boat. The glasses. <laughs> oh, on the boat. The so guy on the who gets boat. set on we'll fire like glasses. three times. Yeah. <laughs> set on fire three times yeah. trying to prevent the rise of a mummy. <laughs> I feel like if some words were exchanged... A lot of yeah. eyes could have been saved from <laughs> <laughs> their yep. fate. But there's one guy trying to like do the sneak attack to prevent any of them getting yeah. to, because uh, there are two competing teams going up the Nile, going to Hamanoptera because they found it. There's going to be treasure. It's fabled it's be, city yeah, that exactly. no one's ever found, but it's the, got real mummies. What are they called again? The Magi? Magi. Yeah. The Magi. Again, we need Christian context here. It's M-E-D-J-A-I. If you've okay. read the novel. Oh, are they? Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's the same thing, though. I'll send you the audiobook. The secret mummy police uh, are <laughs> on the job and God, I trying wish that to... was my job. I d- <laughs> What's the pay like? What do you think? Do they have, uh-huh. like, a 401k? Like, as time goes on, do you think they get, like, benefits? They have enough money to keep them in camels, guns, and tattoo wings. So Good point. it's a simple life, but I don't know. Uh, 
I was just like wondering if it's like a volunteer fireman kind of job. Where it's just like, oh, <laughs> fuck, we got some people coming to have an after suit up gang. Get down the pole. <laughs> we got to go. Uh, but like, anyway, the, the, the guys are going to the boat. They sneak on the boat. And uh, Evie's like still thinking about getting smooched by the handsome uh, debonair Brendan Fraser. Right. Uh, He's O'Connell. all handsome after he got his haircut from prison. Very mm, handsome they, haircut. Yeah. Great cut. Super it's, cut. It's a super cut. <laughs> and uh, so this guy just like appears in the mirror and she, <laughs> which I love. I love cuts like that when they like oh, yeah. show Close a medicine in the cabinet or whatever. And then and there's then, someone behind you. Yeah. Surprise. And what does she do again? Does she stab him in the, like thumb him in the eye? Or, candle. Oh, yeah, that God. time is the candle. She gets a poke candle. in later. In the eye. And then uh, I think he almost gets shot by Brendan Fraser. He gets knocked down. And then her brother comes back once the boat's on fire to get the key yeah. and pushes him into a couch on fire. So like he's really? just right. <laughs> Mr. Magoo's into him. This <laughs> one guy. immolated. Suffers so much for and, the mummy. Right. Then there's like a couple more action beats, other scenes and cuts. And then Does the on fire back? man comes back still very yeah. much on fire. It's He's in the game. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We haven't talked about uh, Dan in your intro. You mentioned the Americans, but like there's this rival team that Benny is bringing also yeah. to have an after. To get like a good payout, right? Right. Like, because him and Rick are the only people that know where the fabled city is. And mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how the Americans figured it out or how they hired Van Pelt from Jumanji to tell them about it. Well, I think it's because Benny knows. Benny yeah. knows. Like, so they don't need the map. They, yeah. Right. Um, I really, really love the addition of bad guy American rival team. Yeah. Uh, because it allows the movie to do so much concise, like, just little fun tone changes by, like, sort of laughing at themselves and laughing at, like, America which is sort of just like laughing at yourself, I yeah. guess. You know what I mean? But like, totally. Just, it doesn't waste very much time, and it's just like, just really like fun and nice. Like Americans are stupid and love to shoot guns, and they're just like... They're constantly yee-hawing as soon as yeah. there's a chance for it. That one cowboy, like, I think shooting the on-fire man unloads like 20 shots from his revolver six-shooter, and I laughed at that. Oh, man. <laughs> 20 um, shots. I, yeah. I think they cast like the perfect crew of like Americans following like a, a brilliant doctor. I love that trope too, of just like <laughs> my like, thoughts on, oh yeah. Gun blazing heroes with like a cool doctor type. I think it's a fun, it's fun get, get. I'm a big nerd. So it really does feel like they're building a D and D party <laughs> around that. Like you've got a scoundrel who's yeah. like good at picking locks and knows the way. And you got they the got doctor. Glasses. The, the nerd is way too handsome. That was my only note. Is yeah, that I don't buy him as any nerd. kind of nerd because he has like the squarest jaw and most built dude ever. Well, just you wait. Mm. <laughs> just you Listen, <laughs> I just want to talk about him now because like the movie turns on a time once, yeah. once, gla- once the torment of glasses guy begins. <laughs> they call right, him Mr. Was... His name is Mr. Burns. Oh, and God. he is, is really put through it. Yeah. Like, I, okay, I, I guess we should we should leave it there and come back to it when we get to there. In the plot. But I like, yeah, most of my thoughts are about Glasses Guy. Right. Glasses Guy. It's, you cannot, hmm, 
We'll get back to it. Okay. We'll keep yeah. going for now. <laughs> yeah. We'll put a pin in that. You have excellent boat action sequence, and then it gives you an excuse to have Rachel Weisz get a wardrobe change because yeah. she was thrown into a river, and they had to <laughs> digitally paint it because they're like, we're going to lose our PG-13 ra- uh, rating if all of our stuff's see-through. Oh, right. yeah. Right? <laughs> Can't have no nips. Not she like one. So she's going to get, like, local garb, and she goes into a tent with a bunch of women who are in just, like, matte black like very covering clothing. Yeah. And she's like, do you have any like sexy ones? Do you have like, like, do you a, have, like a bikini I could have? <laughs> can we, can we like belt it? It's hot. Like, yeah. <laughs> can I get like a smoky eye while I'm in here? Oh yeah. Oh. Totally. Yeah. Yes, please. Well, actually like uh, eyeliner is really good for hot places. Like Egyptians wore it because Great. of Absolutely. like reflection from sand. Mm-hmm. Historically so, like, accurate. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> no, it's good. Why do you think they wear it in football? You ding dong. To look do you think sexy. They just, yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt, but also <laughs> <laughs> it can do two things. True. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, talking about how great it is having this like rival party that they meet to find the ancient city, and I love it because it gives you like two different layers of stakes. Like you yeah. have uh, immediate like monetary rivals and like they might get the treasure first but then yeah. it also gives you a bunch of bodies that the mummy can wreck up to That's show you thing. how legit he is because mm-hmm. we don't want to lose our main guys so that oh. was very smart to have like two groups one of the secondaries where that we do hold dear because they are charming but not too dear because no. they're also stupid exactly <laughs> and they treat people really terribly <laughs> And this uh, this example is exactly what adventure video games would would copy because it also gives you like mini bosses, tons of context both for the hero and like Side the journey, quests. and then you have meaningful character relationships that you can end when you need to. Like you fight them sometimes, maybe you team up against an even more powerful foe later. Like yeah, it's yeah. good pacing. I'm, I would yeah, play this I'm, game. Well, just, the- yeah, I mean, it exists. It's called Uncharted. Okay. Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> Are, how many mummies are in Uncharted? Some. Some, oh, actually, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's oh. not zero. <laughs> <laughs> also, Yetis. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, then. Right. I'm going to rethink this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I really loved um, the the rival, because, like, the, the other team has all of these resources they have like 30 egyptian workers there Mm -hmm. who are just fodder basically for these booby traps which like oh my god oh my god that was rough (laughs) jesus oh yeah don't open that box get one of the unnamed brown people to do it and then it has pressurized acid yeah and like they're they're aware of it like he's he's a bad guy for saying this uh (laughs) and he can die for it later but uh, yeah, yeah low he right. does. But like, uh, I know that like earlier, the Egyptians who were trying to kill Brandon Fraser were like, oh, we can't do it. It's scary here. So who are these guys? Like, <laughs> is this just not maybe it's not common knowledge. Like maybe only some people know and some people don't. But like in different times, they're like treating Egyptians like they always know what's taboo and what's not. And then in other times they're like, oh, well, but they'll do it anyway. Yeah. For the, so actually, that might be truer to life because, like, yeah, they're not all scholars. Some of them just need digging money. Right? Some of them need digging money. Like, I, you know, like, what would you do for? Yeah, good and like, money? we also didn't talk about how like 
to get to this place lost in the desert, it's like hidden by a only seen at dawn mirage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that entirely, but I did love looking into the trivia and finding out that they scouted a location like this and then couldn't film in Egypt because of political turmoil, apparently. Oh. But it's yeah. all set in this, uh, like, uh, dormant volcano crater. Cool. And, like, I wish one of them had said that because after knowing it, I was like, oh, that does look badass. Whereas before, it's like, mm. this is kind of a weird hill. This is a weird hill. And, like, hill. why yeah. didn't anyone see this before? Like, Right? Like, it's, if you know where it is and what direction you have to be facing to see it at dawn, could you yeah. not just go there? I gotta say, it's pretty fucking awesome to imagine, like, a 2000 BCE civilization building, like, their darkest, like, you know... Uh, most metal. Most sacred and magically Temple potent. and yeah. tomb. Yeah, this in this, like, so primordial metal. volcano. Metal yeah. as hell, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and the other metal note I have that they didn't want to dwell on because they're like, hey, this movie turned out to not be like a horror movie like when we pitched it to George (laughs) Romero. What? So we're going to skip it. I know, right? But uh, the idea behind uh, Imhotep's death is that the scarabs eat him, but slowly enough that he would eat them as well and live longer. (laughs) And like that's the cycle of death that they are condemning him to. And apparently what gives him bug powers. Bro, that's why he chomps that one he later. Because he's used to it. And that's why he had time to scratch such like intensely deep and well-pronounced like death is only the beginning on the inside of his sarcophagus. I figured it yeah. was like a numbers game with the Beatles because like in other shots, they show people getting like completely overwhelmed by Beatles mm-hmm. yeah. and like dying instantly. So it's like, OK, it's a numbers game. Like they got yeah. to him. And in, but with that one guy, the, the, the warden. Fu- uh, yeah, the warden, he gets like three and runs into a wall and dies <laughs> instantly. So does one go into his brain? Yeah, I can explain he- it. It's just one and it does a ratatouille to put <laughs> on the inside. I didn't think about that. No, it was running to a culinary school. <laughs> Oh. It's piloting him like an Eva, trying to help them, trying to take down <laughs> Rimotep. <laughs> like an Eva. Uh, yeah, there was also a really great note. Or actually, yeah, first I want to talk about how like cool and horrifying that would be and like Lovecraftian it is to have a guy in a, you know, ancient archaeological site just be screaming, you not knowing <laughs> what he's screaming about. And then yeah. he kills himself by fleeing too hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's so creepy. I love that. And the fun part is that they had to reshoot and, like, change the angle. They filmed it at a bunch because Buddy did not wear underwear and his dick kept flopping out. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, tearing at his clothes. Help me! Help me! He pull his dick out every time? (laughs) He he was, like, improving. Like, oh, no, the Beatles going into my dick. Oh, no! (laughs) Gary, that is not what the script said. It's under my foreskin. I can't... (laughs) <laughs> Took them nine days to get that shot. Yeah. So many lawsuits. Dollars. <laughs> <sighs> right? Oh my Holy god! Holy shit! Yeah, that felt like very important trivia to get. Fuck! We are forty minutes in and not <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> um, is there a line? I I was distracted by a baby while I was watching this part, but after he runs into the wall, like that does kill him. Is there a line where they're like? I can't believe that guy died from running into a wall. Nope. No, they just okay. Like, we just okay. Just Jonathan like, calls him smelly and is like, "But at least he had alcohol. I can steal." 
Right. Yeah, that I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we don't know. actually know the cause of death. That's no. my only point. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, I want to talk about how they get the book and then they get the book of the dead. And the so sorry, the rival team with the the mean doctor gets yeah. the, the book of the Jumanji dead. Jumanji dead. Jumanji dead. And, uh, <laughs> the, and they don't have like a way to open it. So this doctor is just like pissed off and getting like drunk and like upset that he can't open the book of the dead. But on the book and the box, there is the most detailed like description of what will happen and they don't share that information with each other like it's really funny to me that on the book i think i wrote it down where it's like this box contains stuff that will make the mummy kill you the way that he (laughs) systematically come to life and kill you so don't open it and definitely don't read anything from that book that is also right beside here because then this mummy will come to life with plagues and kill you. Yeah. And the doctor's I love that. like, it's, it's, hmm. it's not just like, beware. It's like, listen. <laughs> Here's, Here's the exactly step-by-step step mummy yeah. reboot process. Yeah. It literally is the the FAQ. Like, the <laughs> it's, it's a specific uh, point of order operations that could possibly be on a box and they don't share that information with the Egyptologist that also is competing with them. They're all sleeping out in the open. So Rachel Weiss, Evie like takes the book, not reading the box, I guess, and realizing how explicit this is going to be. Yeah. And like, what does she care? She didn't open no box. (laughs) She just got book. She just got book. And then like basically reads or like runs like mummy dot x yet like <laughs> yeah <laughs> runs mummy operations <laughs> and starts this whole thing i just think it's so funny that like, i've never seen that in a movie where they're that explicit <laughs> it's sort of like um cabin in the woods right like the rules have to be explicit that you will die you have to choose this mm. seal your True. own fate yeah well and like what it's sort of relying on is because like there are lots of movies like this and like the character's are skeptical of yeah. magic as yeah. part of the reason that they don't do the thing. Do do the thing. But like people have seen some magic at this point, at least Brendan Fraser did see a face, a screaming face in the sand. All he yeah. says is uh, like, Hey, don't. And she does it anyway. <laughs> but like, I guess he's just like a, a soldier. So maybe he's like, well, she would know better. But I ain't got no book learning. Just being no. a simple American Egyptian I'm orphan. Got my gun learning. But like, this is an example of girl bossing too close to the sun. Like, don't <laughs> read evil ancient books, girls. I know you want to. Don't read them out loud, at least. Read I them like, uh, inside your head. You know, if we're going with antiquity, that's the, like, original role of, like, the first female character. Like, <laughs> Talking about Pandora. Like, doing evil. Yeah. <laughs> or Eve, oh, you sure. know, yeah. like, there's, there's oh, a lot. and her name is Evie. Okay, fair enough. That works, yeah. too. Because we know this is a Christian mummy story. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. This would have to be a very Christian movie. <laughs> hmm, with plagues, maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> and good. mention of Jewish slaves. Interesting. <laughs> oh, the mummy is Moses. Yep. Canon. That's the sequel. <laughs> It'd be better. Okay, <laughs> so she girl bosses sequel is the sun. Uh, this is oh, no harm ever came of reading a book. 
Well, it is funny that the Book of the Dead has like a lock, like an eight year old's diary, <laughs> like a, yeah. a trapper keeper kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's ancient. I don't know, technology. just magic at closed. You got magic for all this other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> magic is real. It. We see spectral ghosts in a pool of souls, maybe. Yeah. I like to think that, like, maybe Egyptian gods or, like, all gods are like, well, let's see what these motherfuckers do with this shit. Like, they can't, <laughs> yeah. they can't touch us, but it sure is funny what they're going to do with it. Like, I also, I love the premise that, like, when they are condemning Imhotep to death, they know that it is so heinous that if he ever yeah. gets, like, <laughs> someone reads his activation codes, his Manchurian candidate mummy awakening, that, like, he will have magic powers. He will have earned yeah. them through the tremendous suffering we inflicted. That blew me away. It's so silly to include that. Yeah. They're like, okay, so he transgressed. And so they were like, we have, the, we could kill him any way we want, or we could do this particularly hardcore type of killing him. Yeah. The only downside is that it turns him into an unkillable god. But we feel like it's worth it. It's probably yeah. fine. And it's that's fine. someone else's problem. <laughs> Red yeah. will be long dead. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, man. Damn. Yeah, they Damn. talk about Egypt like they, they know they're going to fail. Like they know. <laughs> they <tie laughs> but nothing we could have done to avoid this. Yeah. Wait, book is the book is red. Everyone's upset about it. And then we get some mummy shenanigans. I just want to talk about how great. Yeah, how great the shot is where Van Pelt says, what have we done while covered in locusts? And it's not moving? so funny. Yes. He has like 400 locusts on his face. Oh, and again, that took a bunch of takes because those <laughs> are real like grasshoppers. They put in a no! fridge to make them cold and docile. Oh. And uh, the dude. Uh, Alan Chamberlain, the actor, like he kept laughing. He was like, he couldn't stop they cracking tickle. up because he was covered in silly little grasshoppers. I love that. I, that, that would be the worst moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> when that scene happened, I was, and we cut away. I was like, did he die from that? Was yeah. that him dying? Oh, yeah, see him again. Yeah. Do bugs, because like locusts just take out crops, right? Like that's the idea. Yeah, I guess. Right. So what are they going to do in the desert? Like just die, I guess. <laughs> That's a good question. The Nile would have vegetation, but that's true. And this is okay. just a river you can shout across. Yeah. Yeah. Not if you're an American Christian who's like, yeah, Egypt is like sand. Yeah. <laughs> sand like and a triangle. End of list. Yeah. Oh, man. It's also funny to me because that's like the third kind of bug swarm. Because you got the flesh-eating scarabs, the tidal yeah. wave over. And at one point, Imhotep opens his mouth for, like, black flies yeah. to just yeah. come screaming out of. And he also has plague locusts. Like, he's, he's got, got an entomology powers. degree. Yeah. He should have had frogs come out of his mouth. That would have been funny. Oh, that would have been, been so good. <laughs> <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, wait. He crunches wait one like the bug. Yeah. Uh, I, I, is this like, so they go back into the temple to like, uh, run away from the bugs, Yeah, I think. And then we get the mummy fun. That's, yeah. this is our first like, okay, juicy mummy is back up and Adam. Right. We got Sorry, our first I forgot about all this. Cause uh, yeah, you also get like uh, some extras that get swarmed over by the flesh bugs and they are like in three seconds, like cartoon piranhas. They are now dried, desiccated yeah. skeletons. I do like that. They make it clear that these beetles cannot fly, even though they definitely have wings. They, they cannot. Sp- fly. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like someone should say scarabs. Sorry. They're scarabs. They're scarabs the I think scarabs are beetles. I just want to hear that. Not all beetles are scarabs. Is that what you're telling me? Scarabs right. are in the dung beetle family. So like they are technically beetles. But yeah. I, don't, I don't really know. 
Uh, I'm no bug scientist. I'm just a bug enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just a bug. I'm just, <laughs> I, I really like that they just like jump. Like this is a quick time event to like jump to platform oh. away from yeah, bug. Yeah, dude. Uh, Again, the uncharted bones are strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we get uh, Evie disappearing into fun secret walls. Which, yeah, fucking again, haunted mansion ass secret love passageways. It. Love this. Love it so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, first mummy encounter. And of course, she's half Egyptian, so she's yeah. the <laughs> ancient descendant of an Oxenamoon somehow. Is this red haired white woman my wife? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's I'm not crazy about that part. But I do like the idea that, like, the the genetic descendant of this prophetic, like, completion of his, his reawakening is, like, for reasons that seem completely unrelated to her, drawn to reawaken him. Like, I'm here for that That's type cool. of prophecy shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm always into that. But not the sequel where it turns out she was actually the Pharaoh's daughter and has to have a prolonged two-knife fight against a Noxuna moon for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Not as good. So but, cool. Uh, you know. <laughs> At least yeah. there's a CG The Rock, so right. Yeah. Oh, I, I, my next movie pick is just going to be The Mummy Two. Like I'm, no. yeah, we're going through it together. I guess we got to think about like he's been dead for two thousand years at this point, three thousand, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he hasn't seen a woman in a long time, so they like maybe, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's like close enough. Like all right, yeah, timing is essential here, and she's. Rachel Weiss. So, like, is he going to do better than that? No. Like, he's <laughs> true facts. I also want to know, like, how good is his eyesight? Like, up to before he has nerd eyes. And yes. then he took objectively the worst eyes he could he have. He took right? the worst yep. eyes. So, he should poor need the glasses. <laughs> gets uh, lost in the kerfuffle, like running away from bugs. And uh, his glasses get stamped on by uh, <laughs> Benny, of course. Yeah. It's so sad. It's the saddest part of the whole movie. Benny does not, when not he gets help his him stuff up. Cut out, but just the my glasses. Can you help me? Where so my sad. glasses are? Yeah, saying my glasses just means you are the first to die in a horror movie. I we all know. know this. Yeah, you cannot be blind and go into action sequences before like two thousand or the year like. 1970 at least like whenever contacts were invented because yeah, this like, was a big part of my decision to get contact lenses hello <laughs> lasik like, baby so many <laughs> yeah lasik i just got my vision checked still 2020 two nice. years out still won't help you if a mummy takes them you're just <laughs> doing that mummy's work for him great now the mummy is like crazy sniper us <laughs> the mummy is why i've been making all my organs as weak as possible <laughs> the last few decades you'll get nothing <laughs> Oh my you don't God. want none of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that poor man yeah. has his tongue and eyes stolen. And yeah. cut to later, we'll come back. Obviously, there's some key points we're missing. But like, he gets destroyed by this mummy yeah. <laughs> over time. It's almost like a bit where they're like, you don't think Glasses Guy is still alive to suffer more? And he is. Yeah, but don't worry. Like, <laughs> it's not over. Um, I, I never noticed... Uh, or I don't remember noticing that after he does that to Glasses Guy and he's still like a mostly desiccated mummy, you can see that like the end of his tongue is different because it's Glasses Guy's tongue. Like, oh, he screams. I couldn't <gasps> stop looking at his teeth. They grossed yeah. me out so hard. I didn't notice. That's crazy. Nasty boy teeth. Yeah. Nasty boy teeth. He's got like a, 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 a brown desiccated husk, but then the tip of the tongue is like a nice healthy pink. Huh. Nice. Uh, I also want to know like, 
what were the scenes leading up to newly blind man hosting who he thinks is an Egyptian prince for tea in his room? <laughs> yeah, we left him alone to host a mysterious guest. <laughs> right, so, like, like <laughs> you remember the man that betrayed you? He is now the intermediary for this man. <laughs> I guess, it's like, suspicious. He, well, because he didn't have his glasses on, so maybe he didn't really know it was Benny. That sure, he's blind at that point. Yeah, yeah. It's also, uh, you know, this isn't. Uh, strictly in the script, but it's a, it's a big part of the fan community. Um, he's half lizard, so he smells with his tongue, and now <gasps> he's not able to do that, so oh, he can't identify. Oh, poor Mr. Birds. Um, That's why he oh. knew about the ancient city, because of reptilians. It's like a pretty big part of my OC, which has like a pretty solid reputation in the community, so like most people are just going to... Oh, yeah, no, I found your AO3 account. Yeah. yeah. All right. I really appreciate all of the uh, My Hero Academia, All Might, and... Uh, his dad or his mom fanfic nice. love him i actually read a lot of that and it's really nice it's all Listen, really- <laughs> as an english teacher i i like have to fundamentally believe that writing fan fiction is good because it absolutely is good and it absolutely will make you a, a good writer or a better writer however that doesn't mean that it is not stupid so unfortunately <laughs> it's a good thing to you. do yeah yeah it, it's always dumb and it's always gonna be. Dumb. I just want so. All Might to be happy. Is that <laughs> yeah. so? Wrong? He needed a nurturing figure in his life. His mom is thick. Anyway, truth. Uh, <laughs> I am cutting all of this. I have the power to do so. No, I, let me <laughs> declare war on fan fiction. <laughs> That'll really help our numbers, our Spotify yeah. ratings. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Where are we at this point? Okay, so he's talking to the dethroned prince of Egypt. Peak mummy havoc, yeah. Yeah, there's the mummy havoc as they're escaping the tomb while uh, tongue glasses guy is getting owned. Brendan, Fra- my note here is just Brendan Fraser is fucking gaming because he's like <laughs> again just like bringing the dodge rolls and the dual yeah. wielding, and he's got a shotgun and he like the mummy yells at him and he screams back and then blasts him in half with the shotgun yeah. like without hesitating. Yay. This dude owns. I mm. love the scream back. Like, it keeps coming back in the movie, and it's funny every time that he screams oh. and the mummy screams and everyone's screaming. <laughs> uh, Chelsea and I both thought when uh, Rachel Weiss screams upon seeing the mummy for the first time that that's like the lowest pitch woman scream ever in a horror movie. It felt so real and raw. I loved it. Can you it redo was, it? I don't remember it. It was just not a high-pitched shriek. That's all. I'll, like, find the timestamp oh. for you. <laughs> Help me, Brandon. That's how it goes. I, that was my... Uh, Doom enemy taking damage, Sam. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, I really love the sneaky sand evasion going through the keyhole as sand. Yeah. Very pervy, very nasty mm. boy. And uh, it sounded just, like a Spider-Man three bit. Is pervy, nasty boy. And <laughs> I, I, I like that. I don't know. Billy Zane does it for me in this movie. Like, he's kind of the perfect, like, I was This is not shit. Billy Zane. It's not yeah, Billy Zane? who's Billy Zane? Is it not Billy Zane? No, this guy? is Arnold Arnold Vosloo. I think is his name. You're talking about one of the Americans? I was thinking of the guy from Titanic. Yeah, as yeah, Imhotep. that's Billy Zane. Mm-hmm. He's not... You thought Imhotep was Billy I'm Zane? Billy- I love that. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It's not... Jesus. Right. It's not that Holy far off. Shit. I see it. But yeah, no, different guy. <laughs> well, I've been living a lie. I have all of these outro bits about Billy Zane. And what are we going to do? <laughs> a real mummy makes his own luck. Yeah. <laughs> what the 
fuck am I gonna do now? Oh my god! <laughs> All right, well, fuck me then. Back to uh, the drawing board. Oh yeah, you do some jokes while you furiously scramble around there. Okay, well, Arnold Foslu sells this like kind of hot shit attitude. Uh, yeah, he really well, does. Like, if he wasn't mostly dead, he'd be kind of hot and a roost for me because, like, man. That's the cut line of the first time he's fully regenerated. Uh, Evie, like they filmed her saying, like, he's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Did not make the cut, which I think is a shame. The Squidward, oh, no, he's hot. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I'm still on Billy Zane because this movie's also like Titanic and that it has Jumanji dad and a ship sink. <laughs> like, Do you oh understand God, why yeah. I was confused now? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Is there a lot of competing ideologies in my brain god and it also sort of sinks because of jumanji dad's hubris which is why the titanic sank (sighs) holy shit what have we done what bothers me is that rachel weiss and evie i keep calling her i just like i just like calling her rachel weiss evie keeps getting smooches from not billy zane from imhotep (laughs) uh (laughs) as like a nasty boy dead person and like that's yeah. not what she deserves that's right. so freaky couldn't yeah. have waited till you had lips i cannot imagine how bad that smells it's kind of like she kissed glasses guy when you think about oh it. i wish you that's had a bit better no <laughs> it's better yeah it's better <laughs> great <laughs> like oh dry desiccated lips at least that tongue was fresh though that Bre- yeah. brendan fraser comes in with the tactical role and a kitty <laughs> Yeah, to save the day. Yes. And that made me think, like, okay, from this point on, because that works, <laughs> why don't you have cats strapped to you right. in a baby Bjorn at all times? Like he gets mm-hmm. the fuck out of there as soon as there is a cat. He screams and runs away. You just have <laughs> to be scream. near a cat. <laughs> and this movie stops there. <laughs> like, you take that yeah, cat, it's- <laughs> you strap it to you. The rest of the film. Uh, what were you to say, Tom? He, he sees the cat and he goes wide-eyed and then he does the extending mouth effect like we're watching The Mask or something. <laughs> and it's, Full it's Home like Alone scream. Yeah. yeah, he has his own like signature roar, but it's the equivalent of a like, <laughs> and then... <laughs> it spiked right through my headphones. I couldn't even... Yeah. Do, I got the first no, bit. Sure. It'll come out in the edit. It's I better. Yeah, criminal underutilization of cats that would have saved every life. If I was in this film at that point, cat in my bag, cat on my sweater or yeah, shirt. I have two cat papooses. Cat on two leashes near <laughs> me. I would try and see if I could get like a leopard or something because this is Egypt. So maybe people just have like giant animals around in the 30s. Who knows? Like, <laughs> could I could I access that? I'm going to try. I <laughs> All of my resources. Nah, no PETA guy going to get angry at you or whatever. If I was a government official knowing about this, I'd be like, all right, we need a cat for every individual strapped to them at all times. Like, this is life going forward now, guys. Like, <laughs> we are cats now. We, we, <laughs> it's like a, a death stranding. Like, you have to have that little cat fetus <laughs> on you at all times. <laughs> yep, yeah, nope. It's another way I chose to live my life is have a cat constantly guarding back and front entrance to my house. No mummies right. will get to me. I got one well, right if here. only they had access to like a furry team, like a Ugh. furry hit squad they could hire furry to like go squad. with them. <laughs> but now the sequels where those furries come in, you remember the army of dogmen. So there's probably more there. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. So 
is the next part of the movie they're just like sort of panicking while the mummy is slowly doing his like turbo suck on all the remaining yeah. Americans. This is where he's a magic terminator, like yep. unstoppable. He just <laughs> yeah. keeps coming and he gets these Americans very quickly. He will never stop. He will never sleep. He is, yep. he is a terminator. I forgot up. about that. Like the magi guy, which I forget his name, but the hottest one. Oh, Artis yeah. Bay, which Artis is Bay. Uh, an anagram for death by raw. <gasps> which, is a, which is the Sweet. name that the mummy takes in the original movie to pass for a normal dude. That's so cool. it's another throwback to the 30s. That dude also plays Osiris in Destiny 2. Yay. Nerd. He also I, is in <laughs> DuckTales playing this exact Aww. character. Nice. I remember yep. reading about this actor and in the original cut that they had and they did a pre-screening for uh, people responded really badly to him just dying. Uh, yeah. At the end, so they were like, "Okay, we got to reshoot this and have him just be at the end." Okay, and yeah, too and heroic it, to die. I I agree. I think that was the right choice. Like, I'm glad. Absolutely, I'm glad right. they did that because he. Right. Oh, you're right. He just has like an "I'm going to sacrifice myself." He scene charges into a Brendan bunch Frazier of movies. Throws dynamite in his direction. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought he threw it like a different path. Oh, there's maybe. a couple yeah. dynamites. We'll have to go back. But there's also the sexiest yeah. thing that happens between these two men when he's like lighting matches off his face because oh, he's yeah. got the rugged stubble. <laughs> and then he's gone after his sacrifice. And Jonathan is too smooth. So he has to light up the next match off his own face. Yeah. yeah. O'Connell's <laughs> going to be trying that on Evie later. Definitely this. Down south. Oh, God. No. Lighting on his lips. I can't believe we got to there from here. I've grown a lot in the time I've been away from. I'm going to mummify myself to kill humanity. (laughs) Yeah. You guys want to see a magic trick? (laughs) Nope. Can't. I've already removed my own eyes and tongue. (laughs) Please help me. I'm such a loser. I got my eyes and tongue shut out. Why is it so fun and easy to mock that guy who suffers the most for the longest time? Because he's, he met his, he read the box, Dan. He read the box. He knew what was coming. He was in the room when they decided to be like, curses probably aren't real. It's cool. Yeah. So the saddest part of the movie, as we discussed, is getting his glasses stepped on. The second saddest part is when he knocks over the tea because yeah. he's trying to be a good host. I'm sorry. Even he's got no eye. Oh, man. He feels so bad about it. I think Steve, what's his name? Steve Sommer? Yeah. Sommerfield? I think he hates people with glasses. <laughs> this is what you're like all the time. You idiot. I can feel that I am being prejudiced against. Yep. You are oh one, you know, mishap away from certain death. Oh, my gosh. So I guess at this point, like, it's not really a montage, but they're like going around trying to Evie is being locked away because Brandon Fraser is scared that Imhotep's going to come back for her because yep. she's like the prize. And Brandon Fraser takes the drunky fun brother who may or may not have PTSD. We're not going to yeah, go yeah. into that again. Death and <laughs> and they're trying to find uh, the other remaining guys to bring them back so they're all together right yeah because the last we saw egyptologist was him covered in crickets yeah so like he's just like running around town (laughs) he's just running around around alleyways (laughs) (laughs) and uh they're they're trying to find him uh i think they do and they cut to imhotep in the streets 
sucking the literal life force out of the doctor that they were trying yeah. to find. Just Imhotep in the, in the streets, mummy in the sheets. Mummy in the sheets. <laughs> mummy covered he, in sheets, yes. Surrounded by people. So he's like doing that in front of the public, like just <laughs> letting them all see. Because like, what is he yeah. have to lose? I right? wanted to ask you guys, like, are, is zombification one of his powers? Is like mass hypnotism? Like, yeah. Or are they just like, it's unclear. we got plagued with boils. We're just going to do whatever this guy wants until he stops. It feels like anyone who got the boil plague became a literal magic zombie. Because mm-hmm. they're just like chanting at that point. So yeah. kind of, and like their eyes seem kind of glazed over like the way that they're acting. I don't know. It was a little unclear, which made me extra uncomfortable when they start murdering a ton of people. Oh, they kill a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, like they're going to get away in a car and they're like, oh no, the road's blocked with people. And Brandon Fraser's like, don't worry, we just drive into them. They just oh, drive man. into them. I did well, not remember and, that. Yeah. No, later the Medjai are like, you know, and it's worth killing people to st- prevent the mummy. And people are like, someone, Evie's like, you're saying that that's a good idea? And everyone like, like shuts yes. her down. Yeah. Human life is not worth a lot. No. And in this movie. Right. And I know we're sort of a little out of sequence with their trying to escape from the mummy because uh, all the Americans are dead. I think at this point we watched Daniels get pulled from the car, shoot yeah. a million dudes arbitrarily. And the last thing I want to say about him is why the hell is he wearing a tie this entire time? An American ha- cowboy in Egypt. He's trying to look good, Dan. Is that such a crime? He failed. It's the same color and way too short and stupid of a tie. He did a bad job <laughs> and he died for it. All right. I didn't realize the Magi were also fashion police. Fashion police of mummies. <laughs> <laughs> The other cowboy American gets killed uh, semi off screen. Like we see his shadow get <laughs> spun around really fast and then like disintegrate. And it really reminded me of that uh, jellyfish that goes into a like a ring. You hate that TikTok <laughs> and I keep sending it song. to you. No, I love it. Oh, okay. I love it. But it yeah. does. It does frighten me. Yeah. But yeah, I love it. It is the most anime mummy kill where he turns into a tornado of sand and absorbs his life Free force. <laughs> Uh, right, and he says, "I'll spare your friends if you give me Rachel Weiss." And they're like, "I guess that's cool. Yep, we should do that." Brent Fraser doesn't want to, and I was like, "Well, at this point, the mummy is nicer than them because they have just killed a bunch of innocent people, and he kept <laughs> his word until he doesn't." He says, "Surprise, kill them all." Like, but yeah. he sort of keeps his word because it's like he could have killed them for sure himself. But yeah. he's like, all right. I'm going to outsource it. Yeah, Here's some You have to get budget. killed by my weird, <laughs> shitty, inept zombies. That's good management, guys. You got to delegate. Delegate, yeah. And I love it because um, Eric Avari, who plays the doctor who was secretly a Medjai the whole time, uh, is just like, I choose violence today. I'm not going to yeah. get in the sewer hole. I am going to sword fight a mob until I am overrun and hacked to pieces. I love that they brought back a librarian from the start because like one cut back at the beginning, Rachel, I keep calling her Rachel, Evie and her brother discover that map and they show it to that head librarian yeah. who comes back later on to be revealed to be part of the secret Egypt. Yeah. yeah he's on the clock the whole time trying to keep them from it. Yeah. He tries to burn it. I, when he burned the map, I thought he was just being an asshole, but it makes way <laughs> more sense that he's like trying to prevent people from unearthing yeah. a demon. Curse. Yeah. <laughs> Should have burned the whole thing. But, like, I guess he didn't want to be, like, overtly, like, please, God, there's Don't a mummy in there. Mummy please. 
<laughs> no, I, yeah, I thought it was perfect. I totally bit, mm-hmm. and also bit was too. like, "How could he do that?" It's sweet, so super good. sweet. Uh, and yeah, he goes out swinging. Like kudos to librarians, right. kick ass after all. And now here's a character that I find ridiculous, uh, or like I don't know what are your, what's your guys' take on the old drunk man who wished he had also died. Is an Air Force plane man. Uh, fascinating. Oh, Winston? I mean, Winston yeah. Havelock, yeah, definitely. He wants to die so bad. Uh, <laughs> Here I, I think come, ladies. <laughs> yeah. It would have been worth their time to take him out of the plane because were they really sure he was dead? He touched his <laughs> neck. <laughs> For yeah, a, a second? Guy. Like, can you imagine waking up mid quicksand? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would take a while to die, I guess. Uh, it was the least lethal plane crash of all time. I choose to believe he is faking. <laughs> He's like, I'll, I died in battle. Everyone knows and saw it. I'm not going to get up or try to move. Like maybe he had a cyanide tooth or something. That would be fun. <laughs> I like when, uh, when they got in the... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say I love his incredibly thick uh, escort when he's still like, man, I wish I was dead. Hey, O'Connell. Don't step in that fountain yeah. like I did. I'm silly and drunk British man. He had a thick escort? Yeah. Like a lady? Yeah, when he's introduced, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Lady. Uh, as soon as they got in the plane, Steph was, this is just an aside, they got in the plane and Steph was like, oh, nice, an RAF SE5A. Like, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> and then I Googled it and she was just casually exactly right about this five <laughs> But I just had to like... Pour one out for every single one of her family vacations being to like an aerospace. <laughs> Doesn't, yeah, have any context for like the Egyptian wow. history around it. No, <laughs> no. yeah. That's excellent. Uh, are you gonna like text her dad that she got it exactly right? <laughs> like his work paid Nailed off. Nailed it. Yeah, you did it, Bruce. Um, I also, before we're done with the plane, he like whistles and Jonathan's like, I'm having a bad time. And then we see because he's strapped to the wing. But then for ballast on the other side is Ardith Bay having the time of his goddamn life. Yeah. Like he doesn't even respond. There's no dialogue there. He is just thrilled and having an excellent time. <laughs> yeah, because planes are pretty new at this point, right? Like it's the 30s mm-hmm. at yeah. this point. Like it's it's not a given that you get to go on a plane. Wait, is it 23? I think. I oh, think it's that it's 1923, yeah. and then it's three years later oh, okay, yeah. uh, for most of the movies. After, uh, yeah, Buddy gets out of prison. Okay, yeah. okay. So, like, uh, with that in mind, like, how when when were airplanes? 1910? <laughs> Jesus Christ! So, yeah, like, like no early way. 1900s, yeah. Yeah, because, like, it starts, I remember you hear stories of World War One where they were just for looking around, and then guys yeah. started bringing a gun up with them in case yeah. there was another dude in a plane. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right. So I love cool. step one of any arms race. That's hilarious. No, dog fights never should have advanced further than that. It should just be a dude with a pistol in a tiny plane <laughs> shooting at another dude. Like with Porco a pistol. Rosa? Pistols oh, only. Because yeah. then you have to like joust. You have to get real close. <laughs> I I really, for a second, I was like, oh, is Imhotep like amazed by this device? And then I realized that he's like sand itself. So like, probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because they had to take a plane to get there because he can travel as a cyclone with (laughs) Benny and Evie inside of it. And they just get thrown out. I loved it. Like, such a silly effect. Yeah. Were they spinning the whole time? Are they going like 9G? (laughs) Were they turned into sand? Yeah. Were they getting shredded by it? Because it's moving at an incredibly high (laughs) speed. Exfoliated. 
<laughs> Positively glowing and radiant yeah. after this. Yeah. As soon as he eats the plane with the sand mouth, like there's that great shot of the giant sand face eating the plane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it cuts to Evie and she's like, stop it. <laughs> I just found that really funny. Yeah. Like, You'll kill stop. them. Stop. That's the point. Oh, man. How do you do Benny's voice? We got to do That's that for good. a minute. Uh, it's, it's, it's like nasal. <laughs> that is the point. Yeah. It is that the was Igor good. voice. <laughs> well, I uh, love the sand wall. It was very impressive. <laughs> you bastard. I love this I, guy. I liked uh, that he is like doing it as a puppeteer. So they just get to watch him make those weird faces. He has yeah. such a good smile. Like there's a couple shots of him just looking very pleased with himself. Yeah. And this is another shot where they're like, we had to reshoot it, like pan up, just like chest up only bust of him. Cause the wind machine for the sound hard. effects. It kept showing his ass. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of accidental nudity that I love in this movie. <laughs> Cause he had like a uh, like a chain and strap loincloth. Billy Zane, <laughs> put that meat away. <laughs> yep. I can't believe it's not Billy Zane. I cannot. Believe <laughs> Billy Zane wishes. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, truly. I've thought that for years, guys. I've thought that since the movie came out. I'm <laughs> very confused. I was like, how did they get? Did they give him a wig for Titanic? <laughs> uh, no, I, I have a bunch of those too. I was so sure Carrie Russell was a dragon heart. Oh yeah. Uh, right. That's I don't think that's as egregious. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> the only other thing I've seen Arnold Vosloo in is when he is uh, a cameo on Bones. He was oh. Bones' sniper instructor and they snipe each other. Oh, that's cool. Oh, David Boreanaz is in the podcast. I did it. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> All right, no, where, where are we? We're getting while, we're yeah. getting to the final, like the penultimate. Yeah. Do dad. They're back in Mummy Place. They're in the Habanaptra. He's going to sacrifice Rachel Weiss, yep, to bring back his love. Knocks in a wound. Knocks in a wound. What? How do our guys get in? They have to start dealing with uh, the priests who are now. There are more mummies. There are sub mummies. We right. didn't talk the about last level. The gold boys. He he had like a group of gold boys before. They sucked in life and they suck in death. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> like he also gives them way too much responsibility. He wakes them and is like, now you get the other mummies and then go kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm busy. They suck shit. Uh it's not until the good soldier mummies show up that mummies are scary at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say before the sword mummies show up, there's a scene where uh Rick Brennan Fraser. I just feel like I should call him Brennan Fraser. Sure. Yeah. Is fighting them with a giant bronze sword. And it's wide shot. It's so well choreographed. Yes. The CG looks really good because they're weird, crumbly mummies. Like, oh my God, it looks so fucking sick. That yeah. fight is amazing. He's rolling, he's dodging, he's he's yeah. given the goods, like twirling sword stuff. And then at the end, he gets knocked down. The mummies were gonna tombstone him. Like, yeah. legitimately <laughs> yeah, tombstone. The teamwork is their greatest strength. That's, That's always right. been true of mummies. <laughs> it's really an incredible concept that they thought, okay, this is how he's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, his muscles aren't all dust and bones like ours. Like we gotta outsource this to a big heavy rock. Oh, it's Man. goofy. I love it. Um, oh. and we're finally getting some good screams because like Rachel Rice is tied up to the table beside his like girlfriend's corpse, his GF. 
yeah. who's also goo. Um, I could phrase this differently. So they're trying to summon the the girlfriend back. Imhotep her wants soul. Yeah. Imhotep wants his, to get her soul back, and then like I guess she would suck the juice out of Rachel Weiss. That's how I read it. Get yeah, hot again. She's a living yeah. corpse that needs to be reju- regenerated with her yeah. life energy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It makes sense. Yeah, so the Anoxida Moon mummy, as the action starts playing out, is just like alive for a while, but like a mummy. So she's just sort of causing hijinks until it's time for her to get owned. Yeah, yeah. there's a girl fight uh, going on. stabbed again. So she's got this like kick ass knife. And coming at uh, Rachel Weiss really hard. And I thought the a really cute addition to this was that the dum dum brother who's who reads some Egyptian isn't quite they got they found the gold book to like try and end this whole thing because there yeah. were two good two books. Black book, which is the book of the dead, and the gold book, which is maybe the thing that can help them end this. Right. The undo mummy book. Maybe. We don't really know. <laughs> it could just be a different book. But <laughs> they're hoping. That's the case. And uh, he's trying to read the inscriptions. And uh, Rachel Weiss is like uh, translating from afar. So he's like describing uh, what are they called? Yeah, what's this symbol mean? It's, yeah. a, it's yeah. a stork, a bird. Yeah. I love and it. she's like, go, they're going back and forth. But I thought that was really cute. She's got to use her librarian abilities to win the day. That's right. While still like Scooby Dooing away from a mummy. Like, this is classic. Like, big <laughs> Velma energy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a hot Velma. I mean, Velma's got her own thing going, but like this is yeah. Velma and Daphne fused. And then it's just Good sort call. of weird and sad because like he, he gets the phrase right and they get the strong soldier mummies under their control. And then the girl mummy is just sort of like sadly murdered by the police. Mummies. Yeah. Like, again, again. Right. Like, and there's and some nice <laughs> symmetry. Like her knife is the one she committed suicide with in the intro. Yeah. yeah. The sword Brendan Fraser has is like what, um, Imhotep stole from the Pharaoh when they were like a group murder. Right. Him. Yeah. I honestly like Imhotep and Anoxina Moon so much, like in terms of empathizing yeah. with them. Dude, like this is what makes the Scorpion King so good. Do you remember the finale? <laughs> Like, no. I, I remember that the team up feels warranted. Yeah, like it's it's cool that they're friends. And again, this is like my conspiracy theory thing is the ending of the Scorpion King is exactly the Mass Effect DLC that everyone loves. Like oh. the shot for shot ending of Shepard's clone. Yeah. I have another Mass Effect and Mummy episode in me whenever you guys need. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like their love's it's really beautiful idea of like i'm gonna do anything to bring you back to life and then we'll be happy together because we're both gods now like it's it's sweet but also like you know kind of evil so do with it what you will crack a few mummies to make a resurrected omelet yeah so i guess we should just wrap it up right we can talk about anubis wrapping it up uh, they oh god yeah they, they solve the problems they've got the book anoxida moon is dead again and her water ghost goes back into the ghost water mm-hmm. uh and then they read the right passage out of the book and a ghost chariot driven by anubis <laughs> like rockets down the stairs and just like grabs his soul yeah yep. it's very funny CG goodbye billy zane <laughs> yeah and just sprints back to hell <laughs> and he's his soul is like 
no, but he's separate from it, and he's just like chasing it after and he's his soul. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Is it his soul or his like super it's abilities? His immortality. It's the part of him that is eternal. I don't it's know. the mummy. Soul works. It's it seems sentient, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. It's like Peter Pan's shadow. <laughs> like it's part huh. of him, but also a thinking individual bit. And like he doesn't really think it through because he's okay. So he walks up to Brendan Fraser to like yeah. I don't know, oh. continue a fight. Maybe he's gonna do some sand ability again. I think he was just going to explain how sad he is because he loves Natsumi Moon so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you understand? The point is, he knows that he's one shot <laughs> and he does, does not react accordingly. I hug my father. <laughs> Still funny. I love that. And yeah, Brandon Fraser gives him the little, how do you do? A little sword to the gut. Mm-hmm. That's that. And then he falls in the goo, the soul goo, which right? we do not look at again. Uh, and thinking about it, is that <laughs> no one's like, is what's that, that? hell? <laughs> is, what are oh we my God. At? Is that Winston from the plane? <laughs> <Screaming>. <laughs> Hello, chaps. <laughs> yeah. And on the way back, no one's like, so I guess when we die, we go to the yeah. underworld. Do we like, convert? Anubis is real. Um, <laughs> what do we do? It raises like, a lot of questions, but they, because of, uh, Benny's, <laughs> avarice they're too rich to care they don't have to think about it uh, <laughs> like shit they saw a deity like a literal divinity and the divinity was just sort of like yeah that's they've been through a lot like they have some time to think about I also think that means that the Egyptian ones are stronger than the Old Testament God. <laughs> they can undo the mummy's power so easily. Yeah. The thing that really got me is like when they're running away and the dumb, dumb, drunky brother drops the fucking book. book. Are Critical you fail. Fucking kid? I know it's like an emergency situation. So like things are liable to happen. But that is mm-hmm. literally your connection to this new deity that you have seen at this point. Yeah, like, to literal miracles you could work. Important. <laughs> but maybe it's for Yeah, the best. but it's like all treasure hunter movies have to end up in the spot where they're like, it's best that we don't fuck with that. And like yeah, they're if they want right. to be friends with the Medjai, then they gotta leave it behind. But there. like, what if humanity was like, okay, gods are real and our <laughs> our souls are gonna be weighed against a feather, and now we have to devote our entire lives to understanding Egypt because it was Egypt all along. It was Egypt all along. They they knew. Right. This is the same Indiana Jones discourse of like, do you think he told anyone the Christian God was real and could melt yeah. Nazis yeah. whenever he wanted? Yeah. Well, because that's the other thing. In the early 1900s, you'd probably be like, God is real, and people would be like, I know. Yeah. Um, I already live like yeah. that idiot. Yeah. But he's like. Anubis, though. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> hmm. Anime is real. <laughs> Pokemon are real. Geodude is my friend. I also love, uh, we talked about him being the Terminator earlier. He also slowly dies in a like molten pool, right? <laughs> of like sinking away. He seems a lot less no affected. No thumbs up, though. No, yeah. that would have that made this the perfect movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Benny and, is. Uh, oh, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say they like it's a cute brother sister thing because he yeah. drops the book and she comes back. I can't believe you've done this. We're supposed to be running away, but I'm going to spend time being shocked at you. 
And then she does or like the same thing for when he doesn't want to leave the treasure room because the, the whole <gasps> temple is collapsing in sand. And he's like, oh, but all the gold. And she's like, come on, you silly. You goose. That's good character parallels. Yeah. Fair enough. And we get the uh, rule of threes. Goodbye, Benny. Goodbye, <laughs> Benny. Not quite yep. Make yep. It. Nah. Yeah, he's still willing to save Benny. He's like, you know, it's all in the game. Right? Uh, like, he doesn't hate this guy. He is kind of his yeah. old friend, maybe, that he just, like, hates as a matter of fact. I don't know. He's just a good hero, right? We want him to, he's always doing the heroic thing, even when it's inconvenient. Not super inconvenient. Like, once he's on the other side of the wall, he's like, bye. Yeah, he's not going to lose sleep over That's it. It's fine. Would you say, like, Benny is chaotic neutral or chaotic evil? Because, like, he is definitely out for his own gain. But he's not, like, trying to hurt humanity. Ah, I guess yeah, he kind of is. He's he's sort of like uh, patches of Dark Souls. Like he is there to like preserve himself first. So if that yeah. means like closing a door on uh, endangered Brendan Fraser, he'll do that. Yeah. yeah. He did agree to become chief acolyte to a dark god. Yeah. So I mean, what but were your like, options if it's that though? Or get eaten by a sure. mummy? I might do that until it's time to escape. Start a cat farm. <laughs> oh man, poor Benny. And then like being eaten alive in the dark by beetles. Oh. I really like that they all just kind of waited for a second. <laughs> for that torch to go yeah. out. And again, they scream at him. I yeah. love the yeah. bug scream. Dude, all the bugs sound like rats and all the mummies sound like lions. Yep. Like that's also bears were some of the other roars they used. Oh. <laughs> lions yeah. and bears. That makes sense. And like if I'm Brendan Fraser, I'm uh, like uh, for the sequel, I think they should have named their kid Benny yeah. because it turns out that their entire <laughs> no. like globe trotting lifestyle of affluence was funded <laughs> by the one bag of yeah. treasure that he had already uh, cameled. I mean, yeah, that, right. looked like... uh, that was Benny's treasure. Yeah, right? yep. yeah, that's okay. Benny's treasure. Yeah. No longer. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so they had in that one shot after they make it out, 50 camels there. And that's the real treasure, guys. Like, Oof. sell those camels. Like, we're camel ranchers now, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no lie, no lie. You've got livelihood now. You've got uh. plenty of livestock. Like, they just left them, too. The, the Evie and Brendan Fraser share a camel, and that camel is already carrying treasure. Like, I'm, I know it's romantic. Be economical with your camels. Yeah, like, that camel's going to be exhausted. Yeah. Eat one. Yeah. <laughs> Make camp. Drink the juice then, from the hump. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, you sleep in like one every night on your way back through the desert. It gets cold at night, so you taunt on it. <laughs> Climb inside the hump. Yeah. Uh, another trivia bit was, uh, like, the scenes of Benny, like, leading camels and trying to steal stuff, like, were extra authentic. Because for whatever reason, the camels really hated the actor Kevin J. O'Connor. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, he, they really bought into his performance. That's <laughs> really funny. Mm. <laughs> Oh, this movie, it did like yeah. keep me really engaged and feeling goofy in like a goofy, silly mood the whole time. And like yeah. the action was gorgeous. The it like the big war shots, like battle shots, they must have had like 70 horses uh, at different times. Like it, it was incredibly it, it looked expensive and well yeah. done. Like I was very invested in this. So. Right? But it was such a good time. And like one of yeah. the most profitable parts about it was they made a completely bitchin' ride at Universal Studios. Oh, did they? Yeah. Hell yeah. Did we go on that? I don't oh, remember. Oh, I definitely did. I don't remember it. I don't know. I just I remember think it was the, the day ride. I was like super ill. Yeah. 
I remember that we waited in line for the ET ride for like an hour, and then it like closed down forever. It broke down. Yeah, when we, we like were on got it. on. <laughs> we got onto the bicycle seats, and then they were like, "Never mind, get off." Yeah, this they turn the lights haunted. on. You yeah. see how it's just like a tiny room full of like miniatures. You're like, God. <laughs> but the mummy ride had like 3D effects, and it had. Uh, like little water and air sprayed on you to feel like the scarabs were coming up your legs. That shit uh, I do remember that. The they sprayed like acid in your face. Exactly. Yeah. It was yeah. the one that went all the way one direction. Then you do the second half of the ride backwards. I love oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. With cool. actual voiceover from Arnold Vosloo doing mummy <gasps> stuff. That's fun. Yeah. That's where the real money is. Ride voice act. <laughs> Mummy residuals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and appearances. I'm going to yeah. get you a cameo for your birthday, Dan. Of him oh. doing a, a scary jaw thing. I would love this. Billy yeah. Zane, hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get Billy Zane to do some <laughs> mummy lives. <laughs> That'd be incredible. Oh, my God. I mean, it, this is going to blow Cal's mind. We were both a whole movie being like, wow, Billy Zane really looks good in this. Like, It's he- weird <laughs> that there are two dudes that look just like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I have a lot of thinking to do today, but thank you for going through The Mummy with me. This was delightful. Good choice, Dan. Such a good time. I'm so pleased. This is like becoming more and more clear. My like favorite movie genre is like swashbuckly adventure. Like, mm. Yeah, we didn't say that word yet, but that's very explicitly yeah. what right. this type of adventure movie is. Zorro's. Uh, Even like the hook fight Princess scenes. Bride. The Princess Bride. Zorro, Definitely. I just saw an article today that I had to like stop looking up mummy stuff because it was like Antonio Banderas thinks um, Tom Holland should be the next Zorro. No! <laughs> He's like, explain no! your fucking self. Why? And he was like, no, I just worked with him in Uncharted. I think he's a really fun kid. Uh, <laughs> like, that's see, weird, and so, but okay. Yeah. Like, that, there's an Uncharted movie that came out, like, last year, and everybody hates it. And Mark it Wahlberg. Like it's worth anyone's time. It's exactly trying for this genre, yeah. I'm sure. But like this genre sort of has an earnestness that it's very difficult to get the same type of buy-in for today. Yeah. Like people like Marvel movies have been like winking and smirking at us for so long. Like, don't you, we know this is stupid. Yeah, or isn't like, this like a movie? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like it? yeah. <laughs> it's wild. It's all ruined forever now. And I, I also don't... think a big part of it is like none of them do a romance. Well, yeah. like that is a really fun part of this for me. None of the mm. Marvel movies that I've seen do a romance where they actually enjoy each other very much or like respect each other <laughs> the exactly. way that this it's movie always, managed to pull yeah. up. Uh, Even Indiana Jones is like really spiteful to women yeah. like, yeah, all the time. And like, nice. if you follow the like dates and ages of that stuff, like Indiana Jones was abusing Marion when she was like 16 or some shit. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, which one is it that starts with him in the classroom where all the like 19 year old. Oh yeah. The last crusade. Oh, that yeah. one's like, yeah, yeah. With the eye uh, stuff written on the eyeballs. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love you. <laughs> Not the balls. Not the ball part of the eye. Um, <laughs> Eyelid? I, I was thinking, yeah, that's the part. <laughs> I was thinking Romancing the Stone, which I think we brought oh, up to oh, yeah. because that's like an Ip and Lore movie mm-hmm. uh, that we were watching on VHS. A VHS our grandma owned. Michael Douglas in this role. Like that. What a time. <laughs> yeah. I th- and I know it's, uh, I know it's. I know I've seen it, but I really don't remember the specifics. It'd be worth at rewatching. I, yeah, because like I, I want to believe that there are. I, I'll be honest. Like a lot of women have like some qualms that we don't always say out loud or like we don't express. So it's gonna sound like I'm just making this up, and my tummy's rumbling really weird. But uh, it, there is like a clear 
denial of liking women in a lot of action movies. Mm -hmm. And when you find one where it's like, okay, women are having fun and like the, the guys who are supposed to be their romance are like respecting them and they're drinking their respect women juice. Like <laughs> it's really fun. And like the buy-in is much easier. So when you watch something like this, the mummy where it's like a librarian nerd girl going on an adventure for the first time, like even though she may not be the main character, even, I think she is, but like, yeah, they definitely center Brandon Fraser a lot. Oh, sure. Uh, mm -hmm. uh you feel like you can actually insert yourself in a way that like in a lot of action movies, it's like, this is a paper. This is like a paper doll of a woman. This like, is a this, sexy lamp, right? Like, she's just the... be, she's there to feel bad about herself and then change. And like, that's not fun for us. Like it's not <laughs> yeah. fun at all. <laughs> I was thinking that this is a lot like a, the beast, uh, beauty and the beast dynamic where yeah. she is a very pretty librarian and Brendan Fraser has the beast haircut when he's been in prison for three but years. But he's nicer. <laughs> Yeah, he's he, way nice. <laughs> it's a nice inversion of that where he hasn't and that's kidnapped the surprise. her until she loves him. Yeah, because yeah. he's still yelling in the beginning, so it feels like we're getting ready for that type of dude who's gonna just like be an asshole, be sort of demeaning mm -hmm. and dismissive. Um, so it's a very nice surprise. Yeah, I I'm very invested in more romantic uh, action movies. I think that's a great like subgenre. It's really yeah. fun. Yes. I honestly think like I've been racking my brain about more recent like action adventure films. And so ha I know that you guys are familiar with Uncharted. Dan, I feel like you maybe haven't played some of them. Uh, or I stopped on the last one. I just got like, I think other stuff happened or I got like I don't love the shooting mechanics specifically. I think yeah. they get played uh, like and it's a game that really nails like yeah. cool set pieces and really fun. Definitely. Like traversal and witty dialogue. Like there's so much I love on paper. The yeah. first ones, just just especially with four, which is the the most recent one. Um, besides the other one, I'm going to talk about in a sec. Like, it's the writing is really good and it looks gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And so you know, it's still you still have to play you know a third person shooter. Um, yeah, but the the story is like a meditation on not just video games, but like this type of action movie. And it sort of asks a lot of like you know twenty twenty ish meta reflective questions about all of that. And it's also like him and Elena, who was his like romantically you know, adventuring yeah. sidekick and romance now, like uh, trying to figure out why their relationship feels like it's not as like action packed in like a really thoughtful way. I did really also. enjoy the start. Yeah. Where they're just like sort yeah, of fizzling and playing Crash Bandicoot <laughs> together. And oh, my God. Then he just starts lying to just, her immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also have this level of like Troy Baker uh, playing his older brother, who's like come back into his life and has all of these. Uh, uh, tendencies that he's like sort of grown through in the previous games yeah. mm. and like he's learned lessons about himself where he doesn't want to behave this way but then he feels a sense of loyalty to the past mm. like we do with yeah. movies and video games Interesting. it's a really good narrative the difference between it and a movie is that it's you know two to thirty hours yeah. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's also that Lost Legacy game which is um, a spin-off game, so it's cheaper, but it's made in the Uncharted 4 engine, and it's um, Nicole and Chloe. Um, Nate is, like, not in it. It's just a game with the two women, huh. um, one of whom was an enemy and one of whom was sort of, like, a femme fatale. Cool. Um, and that, they get fleshed out in a really cool way, and it takes place in India, which, like, Ooh. never gets explored, like, in a way that's not I weird was going to say, yeah, like Temple of Doom, but that's <laughs> a real Doom. bad example. Chilled <laughs> 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 monkey brains. <laughs> just, like... It's also way shorter uh, than Uncharted 4. Like, the story is less serious, but it's also kind of more fun for that. 
like and this game even when it was new is cheap so now i'm sure it's like 15 dollars. really good time okay would recommend to anybody well i like that and like yeah i think that these are things i should have fun if i could just set aside enough time and like put it on easy so i'm not like kicking myself and yeah. redoing segments absolutely or yeah never make me redo a fight uh, yeah. absolutely right like they just they did feel a little too samey for me but like yeah. i had a blast mm-hmm. like even uh i was hanging out with my toronto friends we would do the like uncharted 3 multiplayer together because yeah. you could be a skeleton well, dancing to cake by the ocean <laughs> yeah we we played a bunch of that with like uncharted 2 i guess that's it cool was, maybe three. right and like yeah split um, screen it's a good time cake and like you know it's all made by naughty dog so like that and the last of us have sort of trended together like they got more similar to each other yeah. as time went on and they were really good for like full mocap and like yeah. uh, digital actor usage i love I remember it. it was beautiful but that's why i like lost legacy so much because like uncharted 4 was way more serious like the last of us is um and so lost legacy just got to be like hmm. while having some interesting things to say about like women who are treated as side characters uh it just got to be like really fun like campier yeah I yeah, just, I don't totally. even know what to say anymore. It's like, I feel like I'm beating my head against a wall of like, I'm playing God of War now, like Ragnarok. And it's like where there's one woman, <laughs> one time. And then we see like a flashback of his dad. I, I understand. Like, this is about my five dads. This and is that's about great. guys being dudes. I get it. But like, I just want to see a woman. Name a woman. There's a really. Name a woman. Listen, God of War, not only does Freya get like a really good show. Good. I'm excited for that. But there's also like another woman character who has like an extensive storyline and tons of dialogue and is very I must be too early to it. So like you are. Okay. 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 But like Freya's in like the first 10 minutes and she's like whipping ass, dude. It's the Bechdel test, guys. And I understand. (laughs) And it's such a low bar of like, are there is there more than one woman? Do they talk to each other? Is it about the main character and like a love interest? And like, that's it. That's all I want. It's right. so. It sounds like a low bar. Minimal. But is it fair to call it low when nothing can pass it? Oh, you guys have any uh, mummy outros? I did not plan one, but I'm sure we can, <sighs> we can figure me. it out. Uh, Tom, I'm going to respectfully request, or Sarah, if you're editing this one, uh, just the full Mummies Alive cartoon for the outro music. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Put that in right. He has the mummies. Like, there's never been a better chorus in tone or subject matter. He has the mummies. 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 He has the mummies.
Zane is not my mommy. Oh. <laughs> he's just a guy who makes his own luck on boats, but he's not the throat goat. <laughs> 